the intro song I was expecting. Yeah, what is this? Sorry. Oh, my schedule's thrown off. Good morning, 537. It's Tuesday, September 24th. A little, little funk, a little old school hip-hop. Oh, it reminds me of... Um... What's that song? Oh, doing it, doing it, doing it well. Earl, I think this is earlier. Yeah. Uh, we are... Very happy you've decided to start your morning here with us on the morning reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. Uh, we have a thousand dollar payoff national keyword for you. I will not forget to give you that word around eight oh five today. Uh, on the show, we're very busy as we uh, we always try to be. So um, our phones. Here's the thing: like we can't we can't screen your calls. Not that we're concerned. Oh, I keep forgetting. We can't screen your calls. Not that we're concerned that you're gonna come and flip us off and get all vulgar. <laughs> Um, but we can't put you on hold either, so it's it's a little chaotic. But we're we're working through it. We're also on Facebook Live. You can still mm-hmm. text us anytime you'd like four one nine two four zero one zero five five. And I have um, and comment too and you comment go, away yeah, that way. Yeah, I have endeavored to make sure we're loaded up with guests, uh, different community things, people for us to have some fun with to take uh, to take the place of the, the phone calls that we're, we're, we're struggling to get or, or sorry to put on the air um, right after six o'clock Floyd's book of breakable records yeah we'll see which of those we think we could break best um, what do you uh, there's some there's some normal records in this one because I, I ran out of weird stuff I was okay. like oh now we're back to normal stuff uh, Floyd's Floyd's call you want to do Lauren Daigle tickets or Haunted Hydro for Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Ooh, I think we should do Haunted Hydro and force them to come out with us on Friday. Or we can let the listener choose. We'll put it this way. If they choose Haunted Hydro's sooner, Lauren Daigle, you have to wait practically six months. Either okay. way, either way, it's a win-win situation, friends. Uh, we will uh, be headed out to the Haunted Hydro for their opening weekend on Friday night. Floyd and I will be there. Our friend Alex will be there. We're trying to round the... We need a blonde girl. We do. We need a, a, a blonde because uh, that'll that'll fit the, the horror tropes well. <laughs> um, fall questions. Fall. We're in the second day of fall, or first. Yeah, in the second day. So we'll hit that around seven ten. Our friend Desmond will be in because we've got uh, just a couple days left to the Coleman race. We've got to get you prepped for that. Also, I'm hosting a wedding. What does that mean? I, I and, and and a question to go with it. I've gotten one answer. So I was listening to the our promo yesterday, and I googled. Hosting a wedding. Not much came up. So I was like, oh. People are, are confused. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll put some details to that and then ask a question. And, get, and Jeffy McGee will be here. Big <gasps> September openings. We're going to have a fun show today. I think every show is, is pretty fun. I'm excited. For the most part. 419-240-1055. Good morning. It's here at Chase <clears throat> and the one and only Floyd. Hi. The season change is hitting my throat, y'all. What does that mean? Every time the season changes, they get a scratchy throat. Seasons change. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, you invited to the barbecue. Stop. Do you know Kalen from Ellen? He does, like, the food reviews. No. Okay, well, he got hired by Ellen. Guess who we met yesterday? Jaden. Oprah. Tired all these black men meeting Oprah, and I'm sitting over here in Toledo across from you. No offense, but I'm just saying. I'm so mad. And is it a big deal she made a book club announcement? She's doing something, because she's been... Normally, she's a copy and paster on Twitter, but she's been, well, someone in her camp has been doing, like, 
Oprah's own tweets. Because, like, normally she's just a copy and paste or, like, the Emmys. She was like, oh, congratulations, like, and just retweet stuff. Mm-hmm. She never really has, like, a thought of her own on Twitter. But but lately she's been updating her own things. So, and she's been doing press junkets. She was on CBS. CBS and I think she's on Today or GMA today or tomorrow. And she'll be, like, on the talk sometime this yeah. week. So she has something going on. I don't know what, but I'm just like, all right. Definitely. So, and that explains why <clears throat> uh, Jaden was doing, well, why she, he got an interview with her. So, yeah, you're right. So oh, she, man. something's going on. Uh, you can text the show this morning, 419-240-1055. We have a busy show. Lots of things to get to, though. Entertainment news is kind of light. Although, um, do you do you know the name Max Boyle? I feel like I should. Are you on? Do you, you have your Facebook up on the on the computer, right? Mm-hmm. Search him in the the search bar up top, and I'm I, I would not be surprised if he showed up on your friends list. B o y l e, singer songwriter. Yeah, you friends with him? I am not. There's a page. There's Max Boyle music, and then there's Max Boyle him. So I read on Reddit this morning. And then I went to his page and saw he's made it through to the blind auditions in The Voice. Oh, did he? Nice. Uh, And I looked for videos last night. He was not on last night's episode. And according to his page, it seems like he teased he might be on tonight. I don't think he can say anything. So look for him tonight. I saw someone share his Facebook post, so I know of him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with his name. As well. Uh, the Morning Reboot, Q105, Eric and Floyd, 419-240-1055. Um, a friend sent me this. Are you familiar with... Uh, I, the site is called barstoolsports.com. Um, Barstool Sports? There are some sports sites that are... They cover sports. They write about sports, but with some some hatred. Uh, some are very misogynistic. Uh, and others, some... Clever, but maybe a little over the top snark. That's okay. that's what a lot of these sports are like. That what's what's the other one? Is Bar Barstool? I think was the one that had something on. <laughs> they had a brief show where they were about to partner with the ESPN. It's something with a. It might be Barstool. If not, it, it's something else. Okay. And then people said, "Do you realize like what their founders like what they've said in the past before?" And it's it's pretty it's pretty it's like the way men used to be able to get away with speaking. Oh, okay. That, so that like- was their thing. It's like and Mad Men speech. I never watched Mad Men, but they, I guess they, they were very like, "Come here, sweet toots." Yes, ah. yes. Back in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know if this is the same site, but a friend sent me this last night, and he he said this this guy is from Toledo. I said I I know who this is. I used to see this person all the time. My friend forgot that I was here in uh, 05 and 06 when I lived uh, the ah. Uh, Club Sin Days <laughs> and Eclipse and Emporium. You better date yourself. And every all, all that stuff. Um, so I know this guy. Let me read you the story first. Now, I thought this person, last I came across and, and fell across this person's page on social media, I thought this person was engaged, but not to this person. But I could be wrong. So this is the story. It's up on our Q105 Facebook page. Um, it's from, again, the place is Barstool Sports. A fifth, and again, they write, like I said, they write with a lot of snark, and there's mm-hmm. some salty language in here that I'll skip. A 54-year-old, and again, this guy's from here. I don't, I'm guessing he still lives here. I, I know he is close with people that I know. Mm-hmm. A 54-year-old dude thinks he found his friend's niece 
on Instagram. So he slides in her DMs to say hi. Turns out she's just a random 27-year-old rocket IG model, and now they're getting married. Um, the woman's name is Sophia Spolino. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, the, the original story, I guess, is from the New York Post. He's twice her age and a millionaire, but don't call him sugar daddy. When Ohio entrepreneur Robert Croak, 54, first clicked on influencer Sophia Spolino, uh, he thought she was a friend's niece. But after realizing his mistake and sliding into her DMs, he got turned on by her ambition and set out to win her heart. Fast forward 10 months and the couple intends to wed, start a family, and, and encourage other couples to live out loud. While it might seem like a social media stunt, Spolino of Louisiana assures skeptics that their Insta connection is for real. It's also on the Daily Mail. Uh, I mean, there's nothing that bizarre. This is not that uncommon. It's not, but it's, it's an eyebrow-raising story. We'll put it that way, but I mean, you like it, I love it. I'm not here to judge. In my next life, let me be an influencer. Croak sent a she got twenty two millionaires. She she has like twenty three thousand followers. Croak sent a direct message in November complimenting Spolino's efforts as a budding influencer. This sparked a mutual passion for entrepreneurship that quickly blossomed blossomed into romance. Uh, and then the snarky side comes in. I think so. I mean, Sophia wasn't bothered by its by it, so that's really all that matters. I just thought it was a little strange that everyone seemed to uh, think that was totally normal and not at all a lie, that his intentions were strictly friendly and professional. Let's just say I don't think you DM a smoking hot IG model because you have a passion for entrepreneurship. Just be honest, buddy. You wanted to blank your friend's niece. He's cool with it. You can <laughs> wow. Admit. Um, so you can read this. It's on our Q105 Facebook page. So they can comment too then. If you want. You, I, I don't. I have not seen this guy as much as I used to see him mm-hmm. in my first time around in Toledo. But do you remember the reason he's a millionaire is do you remember silly bands? Yes. Rob made those. I love silly bands. Yeah. I had one shaped like a unicorn one time. Now, the I get, to me the the uniqueness of this is She's not local. Like, local stuff, like, I could totally see that happening all the time. Um, He outsourced. She says she immediately fell safe when he picked her up at the airport for their first dinner date. So he flew to her, or Mm. however it worked. Croak leaned over the table and, and... Leaned over the table before and asked if he could hold her hand, saying, we're finally here with each other and the nerves are gone. Later that evening, he asked if he could kiss me and I remember closing my eyes, taking in the moment he said, give me your eyes. Who are we to judge, though? Maybe it's legit. I, Maybe, I, I, I mean, I'm... And he's not that old. I mean, have you seen some 50-year-old men? They're, like, together and attractive. I To me, there's nothing bizarre about it. it just, uh... Now, if he was in, like, a home with a bag and a tube in his throat... And she was just turning 18? Yeah, I, that that's a race... I, I, just let people live their life. If she likes it, she loves it. It's his money, whatever. Are they implying that she's a gold digger or he he's preying on her? Is that what they're implying? I think you can imply almost anything. I'm just saying, like, it, it seems like it seems they're fine. They're fine. Girl, bye. I just figured I'd throw it out because it was national places and local dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning. It's 549 on the morning reboot on a Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, Tuesday. 
5.52. The morning reboot on Q105. I don't know what happened, but maybe the seasons are going in reverse. But it feels like what we've had lately, and particularly yesterday, mm-hmm. with the exception of a leaf falling off trees, we've had perfect spring weather lately, and we will continue to have it this week. All the way till October 2nd. Things that are on the news. I'm good with that. I know you worked yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a beautiful, a beautiful day outside. I wouldn't know. Um, yeah, sorry <laughs> was, about that. I was applying makeup to older ladies. 419-240-1055. The morning reboot tacos and trivia Tuesday. Your choice of prizes today will do fall questions. For instance, mm. a very easy one. Here's what you'll be hit with. Which way in fall, which way do we set our clocks? Oh, you fall? E- e- is it an answer? E- 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 oh, that's an actual question? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a preview question. Nope, nope, nope. Also, uh, my, my wedding hosting stuff and what the hell that means. And, and also, do I have to do something else? Jeffy McGee will be here today, 8.05. Your $1,000 payoff national keyword to win that more on our website, Q1055.com. If you miss parts of the show, there's no way you're here with us till the time we wrap up. So please text Eric to our text number to get the podcast link and get subscribed. Derek and Floyd, and you attempted to make a comment on Facebook about baby stuff? So yesterday I was, because they this couple in, I'm just going to put a random place out there, Louisiana. Wapakoneta. Yeah, Wapakoneta. They're, I don't know where they're from. But they did a gender reveal with the hippo and like threw the watermelon in the hippo's mouth and when he crushed it, the filling was blue. So it was like, oh, they're having a boy. And I was like, it was an inside edition, my guilty pleasure show, as we all know. But like, I don't know. Either I was irritated, moody. I texted Elijah. I was like, oh, I'm in a mood. He was like, oh, Lord, what happened? I was like, and then I just posted on Facebook. Baby reveals are stupid. Because I like, after I saw that, I went on YouTube and like typed in baby gender reveals. They're all the same to me, by the way. To the person yelled at me on my Facebook page. They're all the same. You tell me something I really don't care about. Anyways, so, yeah. And then apparently I'm insensitive. I can't say that. And I was like, I I'm not being insensitive. I just, it's my opinion. I just, I, they do nothing for me. And I don't know why people record them, post them on Facebook. Like, I don't care that Carl and Jan in Texas are having twin boy and girls people want to go viral it became a one up competition it's stupid it's two, just two, so annoying two th- you can have an opinion and it can be insensitive they can be mutually independent but also the same thing I have a question yes where do you you didn't stop and go where do you get a hip like a real hippo no they because <laughs> Devin Norval Inside Edition was she was on the case so apparently in I think it's Oklahoma apparently in the zoo you can feed a hippo you can feed an animal, just like we have feeding stingrays here. a giraffe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can feed a hippo, but you have to, like, launch a watermelon, ac- like, across the bear. You should watch the video. So it's, that's how they did it? It's very... It's I'll watch very it. very bougie. Um, but, like, yeah, and, like, the hippo bit the thing, and the dude had his man rage because it's a boy. He's like, yeah! And I was just like, oh, I'm so irritated right now. While eating my KFC. Like, I was just so pissed hippo- last night. I don't even know. It just, just, and then, and then, like people in the comments were like, "You, that's too much die for a hippo." Like, and even the comments, even people were like, "How could you do that to nature?" They can't. And like, even the zookeeper was like, "It's safe. This is Bella the hippo. Her favorite snack is, it's blue jello and watermelon. We're not harming the hippo." Like, even the zookeeper was like, "We're not harming." I didn't even think about that. I was just like, "Can't you just walk up to your family and be like, hey, 
we're having a boy. Don't record it. I don't know. I, I was. It was just one of those minor things that in my head I was like, these are so stupid. And why am I watching 15? Why am I watching a 15-minute compilation video of baby gender reveals? I mean, this is stupid. Uh, not so random hippo fact, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I... I think they're one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. As yeah, far as they killing, have a temper. Yeah, they kill people. Yes, you. Um, I'm. I'm. We don't and have much time here. The mouth span on that hippo. I was like, damn. I'm gonna make sure we get to uh, Floyd's book of breakable records by six fifteen. I want to make sure we stay on time here, but quickly. I. I don't want. I'm not gonna say names, and and if they know it's them, so be it. I will ask them this question, <laughs> even though you know. It could be deemed insensitive, mm-hmm. but it's Eric's. I know I'm trying to get away from being so logical and pragmatic. <laughs> be a little bit sympathetic to other people's to other people's feelings. There are gender reveals, babies, and I know I was told years ago, um, if you're waiting for the right time in your life, not biologically, but financially and being settled mm-hmm. to have a child, it'll be too late. But I do question. And I'm not talking about like poverty level people mm-hmm. who. I'm not talking about them. I wonder how some people can afford a child. I mean, <laughs> this is there was, there was something in my life recently, and my first thought was, well, I had one thought about friendship. My mm-hmm. second thought was not, oh, I'm so happy. My second thought was, how are they going to afford that? For the baby. And that's a subject for a whole nother day. I know. But like that, I, I'm with you. There are times like people post on Facebook. They're like, "We're having a baby." I'm like, "You guys just having car trouble last week." Like you I was just like, canceled Netflix, <laughs> right? Like I was, like I said, whole subject for another day. But yeah, I, I just he launched that watermelon in the hippo's mouth. I'll, the hippo I'll bit it. it, and I was like, "I'm so triggered." Right Peak, now. and what? I know you hate that word, but I'm just like. Ugh, like peak, I walked away from my TV. I was so mad. Peak white people. They were white, right? They yes. were not. Yes. Oh, they okay. Were. I didn't know what you say. Like, well, I think it comes hand in hand. I mean, like, I was. I'm saying, my cousin Carl would be like, "We having a boy." Three things. Come to the cookout. Black people. Three, three, three black people rules. <laughs> they don't see aliens. They don't let white people in Popeyes, and they don't do gender reveals. We'll, we'll let you into Popeyes. We'll let you have some good chicken. <laughs> okay. But the other two, I'll give you. <laughs> uh, Floyd's book of breakable records coming up next. Six twelve on Q one hundred five. The morning reboot eight oh five. This morning, first national keyword of the day to win the thousand dollar payoff. Floyd's. Freaky book of breakable records in one second. Yes. Good morning, Texas. I'm sorry. I neglected you guys. They did. We got them in this morning. Okay. I apologize. Morning, everybody. Um, Where did the damn thing go? Oh, no. I have the hiccups. Uh, I sent you the a screenshot of a, of a post yesterday on Facebook that kind of irritated me. I followed it through the, the day. Oh, oh, what you just sent me? Uh, no, 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 no. So uh, her name, we'll call her... Oh, yeah. The, yeah we'll call yeah, her yeah. Donna. So Donna and her son had a problem at the zoo. They wouldn't... So a worker at the zoo wouldn't let her son in line to touch the the ray, the mm-hmm. stingrays. Something happened. Long Facebook post. Nothing real nasty. She just wanted to, to point it out, but she did tag the zoo. I said... I don't know if this is the best way to have gone about it. I wouldn't have done this publicly. The zoo is a pretty revered institution. DM them, call them, message them, but 
You, yeah, they have a central office where you can get this resolved. If you put them on blast this way, things get taken out of context. I already saw one woman shared it. And then before you know it, the zoo is like slapping Down Syndrome kids with stingrays and stuff. And I'm, here comes cancel culture. Thankfully, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't spiral out to that. And the woman was, it, it was very civil. Yeah. She said she had, had other issues before and or reached out to the zoo in other ways in the past and nobody responded to her last night around seven o'clock she updated the post or at least the comments and said nobody got back with her and i don't know if she responded anymore when i said did you did you message they have their social channels i'm surprised they don't have their social channels monitored like all day long but i'm waiting to see about that because so i would say that i was wrong but i i I wouldn't have gone about it that way like if this is like i don't know a restaurant with repeated violations Mm -hmm. fine i'll dangle your business out there but i think the zoo or other revered places deserves benefit of the doubt as to not put it out there publicly maybe the stingrays were in a mood i don't know they know them but i don't know i'm just maybe i don't know it's it's a bad situation not a bad situation it's just unfortunate all around it's come back next week i guess i don't know it's I wasn't there, so I, I'm trying to like look at both sides. Like, it was awful that the child couldn't touch the stingray, and I was like, "Well, maybe the stingrays were like just got fed and they were in the eating." It was something mood. about the line the woman said, or oh, the, okay. the stroller, and there were rules. Maybe one very rigid zoo employee shouldn't like represent the whole. Sti- yeah, shouldn't represent the whole organization. I did. I did say to her, I was like, "This is." She, you, she should have tried to find somebody because this is a good. This is a good teaching moment in front mm-hmm. of the kid. But I'm glad it didn't turn into a, a thing. But uh, so often it does. Mm-hmm. The morning reboot. Eric and Floyd. Q105. Your book of breakable records. Let's you'll, do it. You'll throw some at us. We've got to decide which one we'd like to go after. And I think they're better than my original list, which is on my phone which i'm recording but we have to we have another list on my phone so we okay. can do this again all right so here i'm gonna give you three and you figure out which one you think you could do either way you'll get the stats at the end most crushed apples with biceps in one minute and i feel like these are all obtainable by the way most snails on the face and they have to stay like stationary like on your face most jello eaten with chopsticks in one minute i can't do chopsticks Apples are... I I know it sounds kind of... I'm going with the snails. Snails? All right. So we'll we'll go in reverse. Most apples crushed in one minute? Eight. (laughs) Okay. Most jello eaten with chopsticks in one minute? 3.2 ounces. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And then most snails in your face? 43 snails, and they stayed on the face for 10 seconds. I'd go for it. Give me a little snail slime. See, but I feel like in that moment, that's not up to you. Like, you can put all the snails on your face, but, like, if they're just, like, I feel like moving. Right. it falls off, you're like, ah, we were at 9.2 seconds. There's something about that that I would, maybe it's, like, there's, like, leech therapy and other stuff. I'd give it a go. I looked at it. It is in, is it, like, do we say Eastern medicine? Is that what we say? Or Western medicine? We're, we're Western we're medicine. Me- so they're Eastern medicine, whatever, sorry. Um, that It's therapeutic, and I guess snails have enzymes where it just, it's do it. supposed to make you youthful. Do or it. Give me a wrinkle. All right, here we go. Fastest time to eat a 12-inch pizza. Longest time to spin a basketball on one finger. Most jelly donuts eaten in one minute without licking your lips. Uh, The first one. Without a doubt. Fastest time, 12-inch pizza? Yeah. All right. Longest time to spin a basketball on one finger? 10 minutes, 33 seconds. I can't even do 10, 10 seconds. Most jelly donuts eaten in one minute without licking your lips? Three. Wow. 
Fast time to eat a pizza? 41 seconds. Holy moly. <laughs> I want to see these videos. 41 have seconds. The, have you seen the lady eat the cotton candy from Japan? No. You, that's another video. I you don't watch up. that junk. Neither do I, but people share it. I'm just like, I'm in. Our, our last category of stuff. Fastest time to text a message on a touchscreen phone while blindfolded. And I actually have the sentence that they put. Okay. I'm going to botch some of these words, by the way. Most spoons balanced on a face. Most marshmallows eaten in one minute. First one, I'm a very good texter. Blindfolded? Yeah. All right. So most spoons balanced on the face, 17. <laughs> right. How does one figure they can do that? How big is your head? <laughs> most marshmallows eaten in one minute, 25. And I'm sure they're the jumbo ones. Because a picture was the jumbo. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Fastest time the text on a screen, on a phone, blindfolded, 17 seconds. And here is the sentence. The razor tooth piranha of the genera seven of- Genre. No, that's not it. Oh, okay. I promise you, know it's still genre, but I'm going to say this wrong. Ceramus, I'm assuming it's a place. Oh, God. I'm going to even say that so word. it's a paragraph. Yeah. Are the most ferocious freshwater fish in the world. In reality, they seldom attack humans. That's a paragraph. Yeah, but it's it's 17 seconds. To type that? Mm-hmm. What was the last one again? Most marshmallows eaten in one minute. That would make your foot fall off. And also, marshmallows make your mouth, your throat really dry. Pass. Yeah. Um... I, I, I'm curious if this is some kind of racket that schools are running, but Whitmer is going to do... Well, Whitmer! Sorry, Washington Local will do away with it. It's Whitmer. Um, <laughs> you couldn't come I, I, it's, prob- it's probably Whit- Whitmer, and, the, and what's the middle school there? Uh, Washington and Jefferson. Okay. Uh, they're doing away with this. I had no idea that this was even happening. And uh, in addition to Uptown, Mommy, and Strip Club News. All next. Uh-oh. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. And Floyd's mom. She is. She's kind of, she's the, our third co-host. Uh, Washington Local Schools has eliminated exam fees for all high school students, so not the middle school, uh, taking AP exams. Parents won't have to pay almost up to $100 a test when their teen attempts to earn college credit at the end of each course. They eliminated, um, district school board members voted unanimously on September 18th to cover the fees at an estimated cost of about $12,000 to the district. In years past, the district has at times covered the majority of the expense by requesting that families pay $10 towards the exam. I had no idea this was a thing. I went there. I was like, okay. This was so long ago. I guess it makes some sense if they're going to get college credit, mm-hmm. because if you were going to college to get college credit, it can be quite pricey. Yeah, and that fee is is quite nominal. Just an added fee on an, on it, and you're just like, well, I can. Well, no, I mean, move it, along. you can get like X amount of credits for for college for a hundred bucks if you pass. That's a pretty good deal, rather than an entire course. Perhaps. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. So, okay. uh, also, or uh, over, you're down in Maumee, there's lots of traffic in the uptown area, uh, drivers, shoppers, diners, and city officials are now wondering how they can be more accommodating. Uh, the, the Public Service Department com- concluded in May a traffic study uh, would be beneficial 
to the area along Conant from, from the trail to Broadway and Gibbs to Allen. Uh, Monette's Market, purchasing the land in the 200 block of Conant for a new store is one of the driving forces behind the study and plans call for that new store to be open by next spring nice. or summer. More Monette. Hashtag more Monettes. Get all, and that's the place you can get all the marshmallows. Yes. The Lucky Charms. They take the marshmallows out of the cereal, mm-hmm. they discard the boxes, and <laughs> sell the marshmallows. How would you like to have that job? To, to be a marshmallow sorter? Yeah. Oh, y'all wouldn't get any marshmallows. Are there, are there... There's the Monettes that I go to. That's on Glendale. There's one on yep, Reynolds one right as well. Here. Is there one? Yeah. I don't know where that one is. Why am I drawing a blank? So I know the one in Caddy Corner, the Rudy Hot Dogs. Where's that one at? That's Glendale. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Caddy Corner or across the street? I say Caddy Corner because it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. More Monettes, the better. I <laughs> across the uh, street. <laughs> neighbors in North Toledo are upset after another strip club moved into their neighborhood. And this one is in violation of zoning laws and city code back in March. Black Diamonds opened up on Alexis Road. <laughs> it's self-described as a premier go-go bar. It opened in violation of the Toledo city code since it's within 1,000 feet of another strip club. Uh, what's most concerning for the neighbors is that the, uh, the facility is within 500 feet of daycare, a children's play zone, and a church. A city spokesperson said they're very aware of the concerns at Black Diamonds and are working on it diligently. They sent a letter back in May for the business to correct the violations, but nothing changed. But the city said they're using their internal processes, but it, it's not something that happens overnight. I would think that this is actually quite helpful to have the daycare right there. Them churchmen don't care. I'm a, it's next to a church. Okay. You can drop your... Go on, Deacon Douglas. You can drop your kid <laughs> off and go right into work. I mean... Oh, I see what you did there. I get the <clears throat> the daycare because it can't be. I get the daycare, the children's play zone, but like they're also kids, and they're not gonna know it's a strip club unless you tell them. Like, like as you Mom, drop little Cassie off, you're never gonna work there. Mom, what's that? That's Black Diamond. Mom, I saw, <laughs> I saw Daddy like, doing in there. Why did Daddy <laughs> drop me off and then go over to to that place next door? Yeah. So I mean, if it's in violation, I get the uproar, but kids don't care. They they see a swing set, they're gonna go. So, well, I guess it's the same thing for strippers. They see a pole, they just swing. It's the same deal. I mean, whatever. It is. It's what it is. You know where you live. I mean, <laughs> right? Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But like, like I said, if it's in violation, it, move it. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, last week, I think we had FedEx. Today, it's UPS. Uh, announcing they're hiring about a thousand workers in our area for the holiday season. They are there are seasonal and permanent job openings, and the positions include seven hundred package handlers, thirty delivery and semi drivers, and two hundred and seventy driver helpers. For the semi and package car driver jobs, they start at twenty one dollars per hour. Pay for package handlers is fourteen an hour, and fifteen for driver helpers. Oh, let me do some quick math. Math. We're doing math. That's my math song. So if you do $21 an hour, it's $43,000 a year. So if you don't want to go work at Black Diamond, you could go, what can Brown do for you? You might make more at Black Diamond. You could do both. And you can drop your kid off right next to the daycare. (laughs) Um, In Toledo, the Mommy Hub location is where the hiring is happening. According to UPS, 35% of the people they hired in the past four years for seasonal package handler jobs landed a position in the company on a permanent basis. I'd work at Black Diamond if I could. 
Me too. I, I always wanted to be a strip club DJ. Not anymore. Oh, but. Savannah's one was one. Uh, Toledo Lucas County Public Library is naming the street in front of the main library Clyde Scholes Way. The dedication begins at 10 o'clock on Thursday, 325 North Michigan, to honor Clyde Scholes, the library's executive director, for 32 years before his death in February. Jason Kuchma, the new uh, executive director of the library, will be joining us uh, tomorrow, tomorrow around 8. 10 or so to talk about the reopening and the grand reopening of the main branch, do some dad jokes. And on a more serious issue, there's kind of like uh, the music streaming downloading battle that happened back in the Napster days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then at the at the, the, the nascent times of um, Spotify and Pandora and Rhapsody, like who paid for what? How mm. much is worth what? I've, I'm going to talk to Jason because uh, book publishers limit the amount of digital copies libraries can have, which makes no sense to me um, as someone who uses the library digitally. Like, it's a digital copy. That would be like if you had Spotify and only one person could listen to one song at a time as opposed to everyone listening to Halsey. You said that, and it made me think of Napster, and I I was a LimeWire person. I'm sorry. I, I ruined, like, eight computers. But, like, I remember... Waiting like two days for oops, I did it again. <laughs> you waited so long for what four minutes of a song? You waited, it was like an hour to download one song, but we were waiting for it. Your dial up because you're like, I ain't got to pay for it, right? Oh, uh, dial up, and then and then you hated when you download it. It's like that, that's not Britney Spears. Oh my god, or you download it, and it was, <laughs> it was like some weird satanic backwards <laughs> version. You're like, that's not that Britney Spears. Do you want to do uh. Could you make a note? Do you want to do, if we can get phone calls, early Napster and LimeWire downloading oh, stories? If, or if you can make a Napster or LimeWire playlist of just random songs. You can do that. Yeah. 639 with the morning reboot. Entertainment is so light today. So we'll uh, we'll get back to a, why you need to keep an eye on The Voice tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the day after the Emmy, so like... Everyone's in. No one's going out, going crazy about stuff. Well, last night everything was the voices back and Dancing with the Stars. They had its first departure. And you know what tomorrow is? Mass Singer. Oh, yeah, I'm so ready. But some good stories to get to. Um, Jonah Hill and uh, I love Kit Harrington's answer when somebody asked him about controversy over the uh, the Game of Thrones finale. Ooh, yeah. We'll get to both of those stories before 7 o'clock. The guy from the Adam Levine 5 of the gang member. <laughs> yes. 6.53, the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric and Floyd at 8.05 today, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. Let's see, what story? Jonah Hill. How is he? Is he, is he our... Slim Jonah, our fit dad body looking Jonah. Or I'm so glad you asked. Chub Chub Jonah. So it looks like Jeffrey Wright, you might know the face, yeah. uh, is going to be Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movie. The black guy, right? Yeah. Yes, I like him. I like him. I like him. I adore him. Mm-hmm. I would like a white guy for that part. I'm Whoa. So, I'm sorry. Mm. However, my suggestion was a less iconic role than Commissioner Gordon. I was watching the 1989 Batman movie the other night. Billy D. Williams played Harvey Dent. <laughs> Did he really? Yes. Huh. So I thought it might be a nice ode to that movie. To Whatever. I'll live because Jeffrey Wright is a great actor. <laughs> 
Um, Jonah Hill then, following the Jeffrey Wright stuff, it was Jonah Hill is in negotiation to play a villain in Matt Reeves' movie starring Robert Pattinson, uh, which will be out June 25th of 2021. The initial rumor, the obvious one due to his body size was... Due to his body size was... Penguin. Yes. But then... The writer who started all this stuff said he potentially could play the Riddler, which leads you to believe that it would be blank Jonah Hill. Mm. Blank Jonah Hill. Skinny. Yes. And I could see him as the Riddler. No. (laughs) No. I don't know. But they're revamping the whole franchise. So, like, you got to keep in mind, I also wasn't a Robert Pattinson person either when it went down. I was like, "Mm, okay. Commissioner Gordon thing, I'm like, "Mm, okay, that's different. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Next Don't up. sigh. In, I know. I will get over it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get over I love Jeffrey Wright. Love him. And you know my give it give things the mile, Miles Morales treatment. Create new characters <laughs> instead of swapping the color, sex, whatever of uh, yes. of legendary characters. Um so after uh, all the Game of Thrones wins the other night, I guess somebody asked the cast about the back, the fan backlash surrounding the series ending. Sorry for all the nerd stuff. I'll fi- we'll we'll do royal stuff I, next. I like his response. So Kit Harrington, your boy, mm-hmm. Jon Snow said, "I'll take this one." Controversy. I still haven't seen the show, so that's how I dealt with the controversy. I haven't seen the final season, but I know what it took to shoot it, and it was hard. And everyone put their love and effort into it. Controversy for us. We knew what we were doing was uh, was the right story wise, and we knew that it was right for the characters because we lived them for ten years. Controversy for us didn't really affect us. Right. Now look, I it affected them in some way, shape, or form. You cannot cannot ignore fan outrage and backlash on social media. I just love his. His uh, his obstinate remark of I didn't watch it. Yeah, he don't care. They done. They got their paycheck. And and to be quite honest, I don't think he or others watched it because it was so emotional for them. I don't. I'm trying, I probably wouldn't watch it either because it's yeah, it's the closing of a chapter and like. And do you need to watch it if uh, fans walk up to you like so and they tell you like that one scene you're like yeah I was there I I, I learned the script for it. And what, <laughs> remember what Sophie Turner said like you know. Uh, Kit deserves all the money because he shot for like 72 hours in mud. Sophie Turner. I don't know if, you know, there's dark She walked. She ads. walked out on stage and said, what we're going to do? Because like when they do like the finale, when they make some noise to the casting Game of Thrones, they all walked out and they all said their little speech and they got to Sophie Turner and I was like, hmm. We're not going to sit and act like you did not do Dark Phoenix. Stop. There, there's ads for it everywhere. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, the royal ta- the royal tour uh, marks their first as a family of three, Meghan, Harry, and... Archie. They touched down in Cape Town, South Africa. Hey, we'll ask Desmond when he visits if he got the email about their visit. Because <laughs> he's from there. As the Duke and Duchess of Sussex kicked off their 10-day tour, Megan was pictured coming off the plane. I love this. Uh, with Archie, who's four months old, in her arms on Monday morning. In a touching tribute to the Princess Diana, Archie was seen wearing a white knit hat with a festive pom-pom that was very similar to the one Diana chose for Harry when he was a baby in 1985 as they stepped off the plane at Aberdeen Airport in Scotland. 
Scotland. Uh, Marks Megan's first tour to South Africa. During their first stop, the Duchess, Duchess of Sussex proudly spoke about her many roles, including her black heritage. On one personal note, may I just say that while I'm here with my husband as a member of the royal family, I want you to know that for me, I'm here as a mother, a wife, as a woman, as a woman of color, and yo sister. No, it says your sister. <laughs> you made me snort. <laughs> I was like, she did not unleash your sister. If she would have... Queen Elizabeth would have been like, hmm, as yo Harry, girl, <laughs> we need to talk about her. As yo girl, O'Kerr. <laughs> O'Kerr. Um, O'Kerr. What will likely be the final trailer for this hit yesterday? Far away, as north as we can go, once stood an enchanted forest. You've seen an enchanted forest? Yes. It was a magical place, but something went wrong. Since then, no one can get in or out. Wow. Papa, that was epic. You know what this is, right? What can I do without you? You'll always have me. Has Elsa seemed weird to you? She seems like Elsa. There's this voice. Voice? What does that mean? So the rest Do of it. Do we need a sequel? Yes, the rest of it is on our uh, Q105 Facebook page. What's the journey that Elsa and Anna must take um, with Arendelle no longer safe? Elsa and Anna on a journey north to find the storybook setting. To answers with Elsa's magic, they're able to walk through the misty veil, and it appears to meet those who've been trapped inside the forest. Jonathan Groff from Mindhunter mm. and Josh Gad. Uh, also returned to the voice cast while Westworld's Evan Rachel Wood voices Elsa and Anna's mother, Queen Iduna. Did I say that right? Wait. She died. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us voices one of the Arendelle uh, soldiers trapped inside the forest for 30 years. Lieutenant Matthias, or Matthias. Uh, Frozen 2 hits theaters on November 22nd. So Maybe their parents didn't die and they're stuck in the forest. Of- oh my lord. I'm in. Uh, one of the big questions Jennifer Lee, a co-director, teased during D23 is why Why does Elsa have her powers? The forest, she teased, is a place of transformation where change comes for you whether you like it or not. So the forest is the key. This seems. This sounds deep. And, and these kids don't care about how deep this story goes. They just want to let it go, the sequel. Um, so between Lion King, Endgame, and this, Disney will, like blow past 1.5 billion dollars now is that coming out this yeah christmas november 22nd oh lord jesus okay well you know what whatever comes out that day go see that too because that theater is going to be empty uh you're right this one's for i know they said this one is darker this one is for all the parents who had to sit through frozen 37 (laughs) times like look we love you for doing that here's some content for you this is very much like toy story 4 when i was like this isn't for your children right the five-year-olds when the first one came out are now 10 year olds and they're like this isn't for you guys this is for us now i'm like i get it but i don't care um tacos and trivia tuesday questions that surround your favorite season fall like which way do we set the clocks during fall there's one of two answers. Only one of them is right. We'll have you call in just a couple of minutes. Give us some uh, give us some patience as we work through the phones. But prizes to come for the Haunted Hydro and or Lauren Daigle at the Huntington Center in March. Next. Q105.
Hashtag where's Dea? Help us find Dea. Kind of like her. Her and the other one. Says Toledo like tacos trivia and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. She was with the Far East movement. Yeah, I loved her. She was like my good Nelly Furtado replacement. Uh, you can call right now. Our phones are a little wonky, but we want you to play Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. I considered making tacos over the weekend. I didn't do it, but I considered it. You judged me. For what? My Dev. No, not at all. You shot me a look. I, I want to know where Dev is too. It hurt me. Hashtag find <laughs> Dev and Dea. I'll, I'll ask some of my record label friends. Call right now. If you could be so kind. There we wow. go. Wow. Wait. Good morning, Q105. Hi. Hi. Who's this? It's Demetrius. Oh, hello, Demetrius. Why are you talking to him like that? No, that's... I, well, I just said, hello, Demetrius. Yeah, we're like friends. We go way, way back. Yeah. How far? To this phone call? Wow. Okay. I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> Demetrius, you're calling to play Tacos and Trivia Tuesday? Yeah, it sounds really fun. I'm running late for work, so it'll, like, spruce up my day. All right. I think these questions are pretty easy. You're playing for either Haunted Hydro Passes or Lauren Daigle tickets for the show in March at the Huntington Center. Which way, and by the way, everybody else, in case Demetrius botches these, be ready to call. Which way do we set our clocks in the fall? (laughs) Wait, which way do we what in the fall? Which way do we set our clocks in the fall? Uh, fall back. So an hour back. Lean back. Lean back. Turn the clock back. <laughs> fall. <laughs> fall is caused by the Earth's blank to the sun, tilt, or distance. Fall is caused by the Earth's blank to the sun, tilt, or distance. Well, the distance stays the same, and we're just in a rotation, so it must be the tilt on the axis. Put your tilt away. Put your tilt away. (laughs) Which of these spices is not used to make pumpkin spice mix for pies? Ginger, cinnamon, pumpkin. All stripper names of the Black Diamond. (laughs) Um, oh my, um... Ginger, cinnamon, or pumpkin? Well, pumpkin's not a spice, so pumpkin. Dude is on fire. Yeah. But Pumpkin is a stripper at the Black Diamond. Yes, she is coming to the state. All right, Demetrius, a little bit of math here. If Election Day is always the first Tuesday after, after November 1st, what's the earliest date it can fall? I'll read it one more time. Ooh. If Election Day is always the first Tuesday after November 1st, what's the earliest date it can fall? Always the first Tuesday after November 1st? What's the earliest date it can fall? Okay. (laughs) So if if it's the first Tuesday that has to be after November 1st, the earliest it can fall is November 2nd. Well done. Oh, I went cross-eyed. I was like, I don't know. 
he broke it down <laughs> SAT style. All right, last question. Four for four so far, Demetrius. Which of these is rarely or never part of October? The Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Halloween, Columbus Day. Oh. Oh, it's never a part of October? Yes. Rosh Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Halloween, or Columbus Day? Breast Cancer Awareness Month is usually March or May. One of those? No, it's not. It's not. It's it's not? No. We wear pink for the Komen race. Say oh, that say, is a fall thing. Say Rosh um, Hashanah. the Jewish holiday. You got your walks confused. It's Rosh Hashanah. Yes. <laughs> and I, I only put in there which of these is rarely or never part of October because it might have been, but in my lifetime, I don't ever recall Rosh Hashanah in October. Isn't it in September? Yeah. Because you made the reference about it last week. Monday, I think. Yeah. Demetrius, well done. Wow, thanks. Oh, oh my God. So, I, so I have some, you got to do some homework for me, okay? Okay. When you get to work, text me your name, where you live, and your phone number. And then we will communicate that way to get you your tickets of your prize. Okay, awesome. Wait, hold, hold on. You want him to text you or our text line? To, I, I don't, he doesn't have my number. It's the text line. Okay. Demetrius. I mean, I could send you a Facebook message. Do that. Do that. Yeah, that'll, do that'll that. work, too. That do way that. we can get your stuff, okay? All right, Demetrius. Have a good morning. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, too. Bye. That was he. The first Tuesday after November 1st, at the earliest it could be, is November 2nd. Hmm, that's confusing. Well, when I get nervous, I doodle. I'm like, I don't understand these questions. And to our other callers who are calling, thank you. Yes. We have like yes. two other on there. Uh, we're, we got some phone wonkiness right now, but thanks for bearing with us. $1,000 payoff happens around 8.05 today. Your first national keyword, 7.20 on the morning reboot. We get a visit from South Africa next. 7.32 on the morning reboot. Q105, we're at 8.05 today. First national keyword of the day. Win the $1,000 payoff with us. Good luck. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Desmond is back from all of our friends over at Coleman Race for the Cure, which is Sunday. Can we just call him The Voice? The you guys uno- are ridiculous. Look oh, at there it. There it is. The unofficial voice of the show. <laughs> it's it's, the voice. It's so deep. And I found out so much about Desmond on uh, on Saturday when we were chatting at the mall for the, the Komen registration day. I was listening back to our podcast yesterday mm-hmm. and I said, Desmond hates his mom. Or I said something along those lines. Excuse you. I believe I said nothing of the sort. No, I want to. I, whatever I said, for anybody that was listening, like Eric's being a D to Desmond, or Desmond mm-hmm. sounds like a terrible human. Do you want to explain that story? Because it's very tongue in cheek. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay to explain this? We can just get to business if you want. No, you're fine. Are you giving um, me a side eye right now? A little bit of a little bit of side it's eye. It's a great story. I love this. If story. I had a fan, I would throp it. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Although I have to, uh, I have to confess. Uh, you know, my real struggle is just wondering which of those stories that I uh, that I told you. Oh, uh, you were. I wanted to say the one part, but kids don't need to hear that. Uh, you are not the son son of who you'd like your dad oh, to be. Oh God! The it, banker billionaire line. story. 
No, so He's that got was great a stories. that was a that was a quickly funny story that uh, my uh, my mom lived in Europe for uh, quite some time while she was a journalist with CBS and uh, dated a Swiss millionaire who owned a bank and then uh, broke up with him and moved to South Africa and met my dad. So you know, I think my so dad close. is I think my dad is pretty pretty cool. I have to say, but you know, there is that little part of me that's like, huh, Swiss millionaire and you know right. who owns a bank that could be fun. Not bad. Yeah. All right, we'll do business now. <laughs> it was so much funnier when you told it. I, was, I apologize. I it was funny then. I don't apologize for putting you on the spot. The entire context of everything with some slightly saltier language was mm-hmm. much more fascinating. Uh, the Komen race is on Saturday. Speaking of uh, good health and, and people being born, we want to keep women and their boobs healthy. Survivors, we people who are do. battling the disease, and that's what Race for the Cure, Cure and Komen is all about. Sunday here, uh, Saturday in Finley. Yes, indeed. So we are we're so excited to have this opportunity to invite the community to really join the fight against breast cancer. As you say, we are, our goal is to try and keep women healthy. And the we know that the earliest uh, earliest a breast cancer can be found, the easier it is to treat. So the Race for the Cure provides mammograms, diagnostic services, anything that someone may need to overcome a barrier to get to their treatment, we can help with. So if you want to participate and you want to be a part of that, we're going to be in Findlay on the 28th, this coming Saturday, and in Toledo on Sunday. Registration uh, happened over the weekend at the mall. Thanks to Franklin Park Mall for, for hosting that. Good to meet Sarah. Yes, Sarah Gulch. She is our truly incredible race manager she has put in more hours than i care to know about uh making sure that this event comes together so beautifully and we are and we're very grateful i will say to casey and all the wonderful people at franklin park mall they got a a special surprise a little lunch provided to them uh by bj's roadhouse and that was very sweet so thanks for that uh more registration happens before the race happens on sunday prices will go up to about 45 bucks but it's 30 uh 30 is the top for adults and that happens at brondy's this week yeah so brondy's we're going to be there thursday friday and saturday of this week so 10 to uh, 10 to 7 on thursday and friday and 10 to 4 on saturday you can register you can pick up your packet you can pick up your t-shirt you can pick up your t-shirts and packets for everyone on your team if you want to do that so we make it uh, nice and easy to participate and get everything you need for race day desmond is true from uh coleman race for the cure coming up on sunday fluid i registered on saturday did you yep yay went through the process we we did a i guess it was like a mock registration but apparently i'm registered you are registered i'm in i went i went back and i made sure it all happened i was dying on saturday i apologize yeah he was kind of supposed to show up but well i wasn't kind of i was supposed to show up I do I could, believe you said you would. I did, but I, I had a Lindsay Lohan moment. I That's was, all right. I, I was out late the day before. You live a Lindsay Lohan life. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Desmond, could you share the story that you did last week about the woman who, it's a great uh, testimonial to share. She said, I don't like giving the money because I don't know where it mm-hmm. goes. And then, bam. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I had the opportunity to chat with Rose on Saturday, uh, excuse me, on Friday, and it was so interesting. Her name is Rose Clapp, and she had been a uh, supporter of the race for quite a while, but then kind of got to this point where she had started to you know see things online. Some of her friends were starting to talk about, oh, do we really know where this money goes? Do we really know what happens with the, the money that's raised at race? And then she decided not to do it last year. In October, so our race is in September, in October, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, didn't have medical insurance, and was able, then uh, a nurse in her doctor's office, when she was getting diagnosed, said, I'm going to make a call for you. And the call was to us, to Komen. And we were able to provide her with full medical 
uh, insurance, paid for almost everything for her treatment and diagnostics. And she is one of our greatest fans now because she understands the connection between, you know, each one of those $30 registrations. And she said, what she says is that uh, she invested all that time and effort in going to the race and participating in it. And then that came back to her. Yeah. Yeah, because the last thing you want to think mm-hmm. about when you're ill, especially potentially gravely ill with mm-hmm. with a cancer battle in your hands, is worrying about bills piling up. You just want to get healthy. Absolutely, and you know we know that that can the you know any type of stress while you're going through something like that is not helping you. Mm-hmm. So anything that we can do to remove those stresses, remove those barriers, we hear about women all the time who are you know being forced to make decisions between caring for their children and going to get a mammogram or they're worried to to go get their check because they think oh man if i'm diagnosed what's going to happen mm-hmm. am i going to be able to continue working so that i can continue to provide for my family and that's that's just wrong uh did obamacare make mammograms free uh, it's it's yes complicated in, in theory but, yes. but in theory okay. yes but it's still there are still costs associated Got with it. it for certain people it should be preventive with health insurance right but if you don't have health insurance there is still cost associated okay. with I it i thought i thought because uh, i know obamacare said yeah physicals will be covered and preventative mm-hmm. stuff and i thought mammograms fell under that but okay Right. It's it's and for certain certain people it is, but there are also income requirements as well. So that's something that Komen does is that we don't have a uh, we don't have limits on how much you can make in order to receive treatment because we know that you can be making what would be considered a a good living, but if you have large number of dependents or your health insurance copay your coinsurance is so high. Right, you're, dedu- you're high deductible. You're deductible, $5,000. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're basically but, paying out of pocket. Right, and I've heard of even like up to $8,000 for your deductible, so you might as well not be insured at that right. stage. So we know that there are so many people in various situations who need assistance. Uh, it's 7.40 here on the Morning Reboot Q105. Desmond from Coleman Race for the Cure happening on Sunday. Floyd, could you give Desmond your headphones? I have epic music for oh, dear. our deep voice friend to read some Coleman facts. Oh, we Lord. did this. We did this last week. <laughs> uh, I I have some scripts here, and oh I I will. You always uh, put the font so little. Your eyes are small. No, they're big. I have um, beautiful eyes. I Desmond obviously has a wonderful uh, voice here for for reading epic things. <laughs> I happen to have epic music. I'll I'll play some, and you can read some of these facts about the Komen and breast cancer and all that. We are standing by to connect you to breast cancer assistance, education, and care. Whether you are uninsured or underinsured, we have resources for you in our area to help you. Please do not hesitate to call Susan G. Komen, Northwest Ohio. Our office number is 419-724-2873 or toll-free. That's awesome. Oh. I heard it in the distance. I forgot these Or numbers. call us toll-free at one 877 604-2873 You can also email us at info at Coleman nwohio.org Is that Game of Thrones? No, it's interstellar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Many women may find that their breasts feel lumpy. Breast tissue naturally has a bumpy texture. For some women, the lumpiness is more pronounced than for others. In some cases, this lumpiness is no cause to worry. If the lumpiness can be felt throughout the breast and feels like your other breast, then it is normally breast health, healthy breast tissue. Lumps that feel harder than others or different from the rest of the breast 
may be a cause for concern. There we go. Now I now I know about my lumps in my breast. <laughs> yeah. You know, really what that's actually talking about is uh, breast density, by the way. Which, oh, by all means. <laughs> so uh, when uh, some women have uh, have what's called dense breasts, and that can actually make... Um, that can make mammography somewhat challenging. So okay. that's where we start talking about uh, the need for additional screening, like 3D mammography, and also uh, for breast MRIs, which, incidentally, are usually more expensive than a sure. traditional mammogram, which can provide a barrier. So that's something else that we can help with. Awesome things that Coman takes care of. Yes. No barriers to get cost to good health and the race on Saturday. Uh, or some, Saturday in Finley, Sunday in Toledo. Yes, indeed. And then Brondi's Ford and Mommy coming up on Thursday. We are excited. We're really hoping that everyone stops by uh, by Brondi's. If you haven't registered, we really encourage you to do so. Eric, you mentioned earlier that uh, the price does jump up on race day. So yep. if you, you're pretty sure you're going to participate. Do, go ahead and do it online. You can pick up at Brondi's or you can pick up on the day of the race. But do it before... Uh, Saturday at 4 o'clock. That's when the price will change. One last thing, uh, the website or social pages to, to do all this? The easiest place to go is ToledoRace.com or FindleyRace.com. Okay. Uh, 7.43 here on the morning reboot. The sh- uh, a show with a, a supernatural star that nobody mm. needed to be remade before 8. In uh, less than 10 minutes, we'll get you your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. On Q105, good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. We thank our friend Desmond for dropping by to talk about Coleman Race for the Cure. Final registrations, oh, of course, at the race, but also at Brondi's coming up on Thursday night. Brondi's Ford in Maumee. Uh Jared Padalecki needs a job, right? Mm. Why does he need a job? Why? Supernatural's done, right? Oh, that's who that is. I don't know who that is. Sorry. So, in the reboot that no one asked for, and there's a 50-50 chance you don't even know this show. I remember it. It was something that was on. Okay. Jared Padalecki will headline and executive produce Walker, Texas Ranger, a reboot of the 1990s action crime series starring Chuck Norris. Shut your mouth! I love that show. Um, Like the original series... Now, this didn't make any sense, in which Walker is getting a female partner. Uh, okay, so it was a, a black guy. I don't know the yeah. actor's name was his partner. So he'll get, mm-hmm. in this one, he'll have a female partner. It'll explore, explore morality, family, and rediscovering our lost common ground. He'll star as the title character Cordell Walker, a man finding his way back to his family while investigating crime in the state's most elite unit, the Texas Rangers. You didn't like Walker, Texas Ranger? It came one after Pickett Fitz's... It touched by an angel. Wasn't it on the weekends? <laughs> it's on CBS on Sundays. It reminded me. I love that show. I thought so it was. Much. On, I thought it was on Saturdays. No, it was on Sunday. It was okay because yeah. I remember that lineup. My grandma and granddad used to sit there and watch. And I'm like, oh, this show's so sweet. Good for Jared Pat- Petalek for getting another <laughs> job. All right, so in in about 20 minutes, we're going to talk about a wedding that I have been invited to be a part of. We'll do more details and your input on that will be helpful. We know that Jennifer Lawrence is going to marry a man named Cook Maroney. The Dark Phoenix actress has her wish list all set and she's showing off, she's showing off her must-haves in an Amazon wedding registry that's viewable to everyone. 
It's on our Q105 Facebook page. It's totally a promotional thing. Planning a wedding is so exciting, but can be overwhelming. For anyone else needing a little inspiration, I thought it would be fun to collaborate with Amazon to share a few of my favorite registry wish list items. It's so easy, and you can find everything you need all in one place. AKA, Jennifer Lawrence has that. I want that too. Yeah, I don't think she actually wants you to buy it for her. I think she just wants you to buy it, period. Are they outrageous? Did you look at some of the stuff? No, there's some very normal oh, okay. like dinnerware things. I didn't I didn't look at the list. I just realized that she's trying to sell something for Amazon. Mm. Okay. There was an NFL player who got married like seven or eight years ago. He he put his wedding registry out there and people bought him stuff. Don't do that. He got money. Right. I don't understand that. Oh Lord. Um there's a Lenny Kravitz story I have I want to share. If there's a Lenny Kravitz story, it's possible something awful happened. Like, he died, he contracted a horrific illness, <laughs> one of his kids... Yeah, because he's a good human. Like, he doesn't do anything wrong. If there's a Lenny Kravitz story, if you see Lenny Kravitz trending on Twitter or on social, something bad happened, right? I would assume so, because he's a good person. He is... He could be up on the wall. He is one of the most beautiful people to ever walk this... Absolutely. Right? Like, he does not age at all. He looked looked the same as he did since Fly Away. (laughs) And maybe for the first time in his life, he's experiencing what normal people typically experience. Um, He hit Twitter yesterday to share photos of himself. What what do you always see Lenny Kravitz wearing? Sunglasses. Yes. Well, he lost a pair. (laughs) Um, They're incredibly sentimental to me. They're vintage and they belong to a family member. Hoping to get them back, no questions asked. They were sitting up on a stage when I let some of the audience up towards the end of my show and they were taken from my riser he put on Instagram. He added, anyone who knows where the glasses are can email an account made specifically for the cause, kravitzglasses at gmail.com. <laughs> I created his own email. But get for, the man his glasses back. For the first time in Lenny Kravitz's life, he knows what it's like to be a normal human because what two things happen to sunglasses. What are they? They either come out missing or someone's like... They hijack them. Well, that's one and a half. You lose them or you break them. Oh, I always lose them before I break them, so yeah. Aaron Carter's saying stuff to the FBI. <laughs> what? All right. We'll see which story is more bizarre. You can give me that story in a second. But at so Terrence Howard said he's retiring from pretending um, after this season of empire it got weird the other night when he was interviewed with the emmys and i totally believe this is him and i i've always known something has been a little little odd about him i was able to open up the flower of life and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for ten thousand years why would i continue walking on water for tips when i've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world uh he boldly stated when he receives his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame today, he's going to be able to prove that gravity is only an effect, not a force. I'm putting something on YouTube where I will build the planet Saturn without gravity and build the Milky Way galaxy without gravity. Woohoo! He's been hanging out with Gwyneth Paltrow. That is something she would say, and everyone on her blog would be like, oh my gosh, she's so right. But since it's Terrence Howard, we're like, Cuckoo. What? I don't want to be too critical because there could be some type of mental illness in play here, but if you want to be a medical, metaphysical master and 
If it makes you happy, do it. And you're not hurting anyone else. You know what you do when you get your Hollywood Walk of Fame? You say thank you. And you move on. Because guess what? Tomorrow, people are going to walk on it. Do you, <laughs> do you know why he can't move on? No gravity. He's just floating. <laughs> like in space. What's the Aaron oh. Carter story? Okay, so Aaron Carter is... He posted a video. I can't get the audio on my screen, but you could. it's out there. He's going on a rant about how his brother raped someone named... Sorry. Sexy assaulted someone named Mildred. She was 91. And Nick Carter confided in Aaron to say that he sexually assaulted her by covering her mouth. And you can hook him up to a polygraph test so he can prove himself. Now, here's the kicker. Now, sexual assault is not funny. We're not making fun of sexual assault. Neither is However, mental... Ne- neither is mental illness. However, we're going to make fun of Aaron Carter in this video rant. And he's wearing a guest what? Guess what he's wearing? He's wearing an NSYNC t-shirt. And at the end, he just flicks off the camera and walks away. Did he I, Did he mention the FBI? And, yes, like, yes, like, yes. Did he tag them in the post? Oh, it just said FBI. My brother, he used the R word, sexually assaulted Mildred. I want to know who the hell Mildred is. Because it's, like, it's kind of like, it's like casual conversation. It's like, hey, Eric. I just walked past Mildred in the hall. She said good day. Like who who the hell's Mildred? She's ninety one. Like I want to know if Mildred's still kicking, and she's like, I want no part of this nonsense. I'm okay. Like like the Terrence Howard thing. He's not hurting anybody. No. The Aaron Carter stuff is troubling because there's some there's a there's a he's mental health pulling issue all here. these people in. The, and apparently I didn't go into the article or actually more in the video, but apparently he says something about Paris Hilton too. I just I just I don't know. I just he needs help. We were, I was rooting for him because like I saw his interview on the doctors. I said, "Oh wow, he he needs help, help." You know what I mean? Like, but and it seemed like he was getting himself on track. He he released that good song last summer. It was a decent song. Went on tour with it, and I was like, "Oh, he's getting himself back together." It's a great time for me to tell you that one in five adult Americans have a mental health issue. That's me. One in twenty-five adult Americans have a severe mental health issue. That's him, Aaron Carter. <laughs> but yeah, so um, your chance to win another one thousand dollars with a thousand dollar payoff. Uh, text the national keyword check to nine five eight one nine. That's check C H E C K. We'll text you back confirming your entry data and message rates may apply. It's the thousand dollar payoff on Q one zero five. I'm I'm in. I'm I've been invited to a wedding in a unique role. I have questions and need your help next. Q one. $1,000 payoff. Text the national keyword check to 95819. You've all hour to do that. We'd love for you to use your phone to call us for this segment. I know we have some phone issues, but we'd love to have. I would appreciate your your insight on this because I don't go to weddings often. Um, it's Q105, the morning reboot, Eric Chase and Floyd. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. I have uh, I've been invited to be a part of... Uh, the Camuso Stall Wedding. Mm-hmm. Now, invited to be a part of. Usually that means like like wedding party, right? I am not going to be in the wedding party. In fact, um, I think it seems like about a year and a half ago, and that's probably about the right time frame, um, Justin asked me to host his wedding to Lucas. Both mm-hmm. friends of the show, Justin from, I don't want to say, they both visited the show before. Yes. Uh, Lu- Lucas more recently. So they're getting married on October 5th. Uh, I don't, it's at the art museum. Yes. No one's going to crash it. Um, they asked me to host it. I was like, absolutely. I, I figured, not a problem. 
And I said, not DJ, right? Because I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I never DJ weddings. They're like, no, 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 no. We're going to do, we're going to run playlists. And all you have to do is, hey, get to the dance floor. Hey, hey, Essie, time for, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know wedding stuff. Yeah, when you said you were hosting it, I was like, oh, he's officiating it. Not officiating like, it. Well, when you said that, I was like, okay. What's officiating mean? That means marrying the dudes. Oh, I'm not doing that. Not yeah, at all. So then like, you were like, I'm hosting. And then I... And my internal brain was like, what the F does it hosting Other people... I legit cussed in my head. I go, what does that mean? Other people have asked me, what does that mean as well? So they're not doing... They have eschewed getting a a DJ or a band, and and they've put together playlists for the cocktail hour and and, and their arrival and the mingling. Um, Then Justin, thankfully, has provided me with a script of introductions for speeches and whatnot and family members and all this stuff stuff from 6 30 to 8 30 i'll be pretty busy and then after that it's just people dancing which they have a playlist so you're like for the wedding flight attendant you're guiding people yes you're keeping the pace yes and my favorite part of the whole script that they gave me like it was very intensive but then justin <laughs> a script yeah oh i t- i totally want a script maybe a timeline but not a no, script script names phonetically spelled out so I don't I don't botch any names oh, this sounds very eccentric from 6.30 to 8.30 I'll be it'll be pretty intense <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'll enjoy it I'm, I'm very happy for them um they've allowed me to bring Ashley since you can't make it out you've mm-hmm. got work that night so I can have someone there to hang out with me and help me if I if I need it because there'll be like a lot of iPad juggling and microphones my favorite part of the whole thing is I'm ready between so it goes from like eight th- dancing goes from like eight thirty to eleven thirty. Justin, if I'm off by a minute, I'm I'm sorry, I don't have the script in front of me. <laughs> but somewhere in the middle, Justin said they'd like a slow song. Is so, that where you run to the iPad and find the slow song? Just you know, I got to do a couple of things, and and I can't. He's got it all mapped out for me. But I, it it takes me back to my my skating rink days where I can go. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's time to slow things down for a couple skate. If you're going to be on the floor, you've got to be holding someone's hand or someone's got to be skating backwards. This is a couple skate only. I have a question, though. Okay. And by the way, um, one of their good friends, someone who is in the wedding, has given me the approval to not wear a shirt and tie, which is what I was going to do. Yeah. I'm going to wear something else, I believe, appropriate and sentimental... Or at least connective to the two people in the wedding. Okay. I I can't say anything more about that until pictures arrive. I've seen it and it's amazing. I have a question. Yes. 419-240-1055. One friend has said, no, you're good. Someone else has said, yes. Do I need, being that I am hosting the wedding, now that I've explained my duties, am I required to provide a gift? Your hosting is a gift. I feel like. Are you just saying that? No, no. I feel like you're a part of the party. Like not the like not the marching down the aisle party. Like you're part of the party. You're part of the the ooh, feedback again. You're part of the wedding family. You know what I mean? Like when I did Savannah and Tara's wedding, I wasn't part of the party. I just had a bit to do with the wedding. So I felt like in that way, I was an extension of the wedding party. I personally don't think you need one, but I feel like it's weighing on your mind that you should get a card. Figure it'd be a good topic. Oh, a card. A card with a so gift dumb. card? I don't know. I, I, I throw cards. Never get me a card. 419-240-1055. Should I 
have to get a gift. Also, to throw into the equation, they're allowing me to bring Ashley. That might mean I t- oh, yeah. pay for her. So, so uh, let, let me get this. Texter said, absolutely gift. I apologize if the phones are not cooperating. If you'd like to get through, please try to call or text us 419-240-1055. Now, let me play devil. The only reason I I really thought hard about having to get a gift is because now they've allowed me to bring Ashley. So that's another that's another mouth to feed, and I know that's kind of what how, how gifts work. Um, Those are the good lines that actually work. <laughs> they're, they're not paying a DJ, and I'm doing it for free, so that could offset my need for a mm. gift. Good morning. Who's this? This is Leah. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for getting through to us. What's up? So I would say no gift. Um, for my wedding, a lot of my wedding party, they didn't give us a gift because their gift was being in our wedding, paying for their hair, right. going to the bachelorette and bachelor party. My hairdresser didn't give us a gift. My cousin, who's our videographer, didn't give us a gift because he was videoing our wedding. Right. Okay. So I would say no gifts because okay. you're going, you're hosting. Okay, much appreciated, Leah. Thank you. Have a good morning. Hi, Q105. Who's this? It's Josh. Josh, what's up, buddy? What up, friend? <clears throat> I saw Josh Saturday at the mall. Did you? And then he went to... You took your wife to the Michigan game? No, that was the Army game. She was just mad that Michigan lost. Got that picture. I already had that picture. Got it. Picture had me crack it up. And now, <laughs> and now Josh sleeps on the couch. Yes, I did. I did last night. <laughs> did, did you figure out your the hat snafu with lids? Yes, I did. Did they hook you up? Yes, they did. Good, good. <laughs> um, uh, help me out here. I say you being there doing that is a gift, but have your friend bring a gift. Okay. okay. Oh, that Ashley would like to write out a card. Yeah. Yeah, she would enjoy that. There you go. I like that. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate it. 419-240-1055. You can text us some answers. I appreciate the insight because I am a a wedding novice. They said the gift of money is what pays back for the food. So maybe... And maybe maybe even toss some money in there for like um, the honeymoon and stuff because I know they're going to do stuff and collect like... (laughs) I have the hiccups. Then again, (laughs) I I don't know... How much I'll I'll be eating or drinking at all because I'll be I'll be working, but um maybe may, people saying that me hosting is the gift. Um, let's see how good of a job I do hosting. Like I'll bring something, I'll write something out, and then if I do a good job, I pocket it. But if I if I botch the whole thing and they hate me, I'll give it to them. No, I don't think you'll botch it because you do public speaking and they trust you enough to ask you with their most intimate and most personal day of their lives. Them joining together. No, so good point. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Richard. Hi, Richard. Good morning. Thanks for calling us today. How's it going? Turn your radio down for us while we have you. I'm one of Floyd's good friends. Floyd was in my wedding. Oh, really? Oh, hi. Who's this? Hey. We've been friends since like seventh grade. What's up, bro? Did he get you a gift? I did not. Not much. He was part of my wedding. Um, If you are asked to be part of the wedding, you are not required to bring a gift. What about the fact that I've asked to bring a guest? Does that now obligate me to throw something at them? I do not believe so. Okay. I think they just do it so you are, don't feel alone the rest of the night. Mm, yeah. Thanks, Richard. We appreciate it. Uh, that was yes. a good point because I'll know some people, but I'm not the socialist of butterflies. Uh-huh. Once people get dancing, there won't be a whole lot for me to do from like 8.30 till 11.30. I th- I... By the way, they'll be at the heights afterwards if you do want to crash that. <laughs> mm. 
You'll be up that late. You'll yeah, be working. Obviously, yeah. Um, thank you for the input. You can keep the text messages coming. I appreciate it. I, I, yeah, we're getting a lot I, of like, good stuff. I don't fake stuff to like, just throw out for topics. Um, and I, I, I'll i I'll unleash, I'll unveil the attire when the time is right. Uh, our friend Jeffy McGee is here soon. We're going to play the trailer game. Massive September openings like the one that Downton Abbey just had. Still have time to text your national keyword check to 95819 with Q105. It is the morning reboot. Our friend Jeffy McGee is here. He needs music. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> um, I'm familiar with this. Uh, which is weird because this one does not quite fit into our theme because happy fall, everyone. It is now time for the leaves to change and we are looking at some of the biggest fall openings. Specifically, we're looking at some of the biggest September openings this week. And so looking back in time to the times when uh, studios could release a big budget thing during this month and it actually would draw some some eyes to the theaters as opposed to now when when it's not a Stephen King adaptation it's really hard to get <laughs> although this weekend will probably be a little bit busier just because there hasn't been a good family movie for a while and so Abominable will do pretty decent numbers I think uh, but as of right now we're looking at like I said these are biggest opening weekends in September so I tried my best to give you uh, a, a, at least a little bit of a chance here, Floyd. No, I've been doing good for the past few weeks. Oh, no, you've been doing weeks, awesome. Except Jennifer Lopez threw me off. Admittedly. <laughs> but at the same time, you are still very much in the driver's seat of this game right now. So, All right. All right, let's go to number one on the list, please. My grandfather thinks this town is cursed. That all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing. An evil thing. If you will come with me, you'll float too. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Part Wait, one. I don't remember. Came out in September. Things... That was September. Oh. Early September. Both of them came out, but almost approximately exactly two years apart. Hmm. Uh, the first one came out in early September sixth in twenty seventeen. Made a hundred and twenty three million dollars in its opening weekend. Uh, it up part two only did ninety one million. But of course, when you're saying only made ninety one oh, yeah. million, that's not exactly a massive failure on that front. So, all right. So Floyd one. Eric, nothing. Number two on the list. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 oh, million? Dollars. Oh, never mind. Oh, oh, right. Let's rush out. Oh, <laughs> I'm so mad it escaped my brain. Like It was yeah, there, you could see and then it, it went away and said, oh, I forgot the name of it. You could see the light pop on, and then it just oh, shorted out all of a sudden. Good oh, word. Never had it right it. on my tongue. That was it's one. That, that was the fir- the first movie that uh, put um, Jackie Chan on the map as an American star. He had already had a lo- bunch of movies that had been made, obviously over in China, that had been released here and ha- had been minor hits. But that was the first one that was a mega hit for him. And of course, Chris Tucker. Ninety eight. Com- uh, Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Okay. So, all right. So, tied scores. We go to number three on the list, please. Ever since she was born, I've wanted to protect my little ghoul. Hotel Transylvania. So there the it is. Well done on that. Floyd Hotel Transylvania. That's <laughs> got the <Yeah>. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, I know. But Hotel Transylvania actually did a very big number when it opened. And, of course, Hotel Transylvania 2 also did a very big number. And then they moved the third one to the summer, and it didn't do quite so big. Mm. So, <laughs> so, All right. So, Floyd 2, 
Eric, one, number four on the list, please. Coach Boone, the school board made the decision to put you on my staff. I did not hire you. Well, I came up here to coach you. I didn't ask to be assigned to your staff, so I guess we're both in a situation. Are you forgetting something? You think he will play like that? Maybe if you would. But I can guarantee you this, coach. Do the opposite of forget. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Oh, remember the Titans! Get up, sorry. Eric, would you like to take a guess? <laughs> Never saw it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> that would be Remember the Titans, which Cut was word. one of the one of the big actually in a weird way, so many of his movies came out in September that if you want to say that there's a Mr. September, it might be Denzel Washington because The Equalizer also came out in September, was a pretty big hit for him as well. Uh, and so the young Hayden Pantiers in that movie. <laughs> there, there's you know, it's it's a very good movie that a lot of people have it is you know, a good movie. Very I forgot about it. All right, so I must still say Floyd 2, Eric 1. <laughs> we go to number five on the list, please. It began as just another day on the south side of Chicago. All right, now listen up. Give me your wallet and your jewelry won't be no problem. Eddie, get your sleeve boys alone. Sit down. It became an extraordinary day at the barbershop. I need a cut. Barbershop. Yeah, that's barbershop. <laughs> I figured I had to just leave. This is my genre. <laughs> I had to just leave such an obvious clue in there, but it's in the trailer, so I might as well. So that was indeed Barbershop, the first one from 2003, uh, which we actually did open in September. I, I fought, for some reason, in my mind it came out in the early, you know, spring months, but nope, came out in September. The sequel mm. did came, come out in the spring. Mm. And then they also did a spinoff movie. Do you remember that one? Beauty Shop. Beauty Queen Shop. Latifah. Yep, Queen Latifah. Which the, was Girls Trip Inside of a Beauty Salon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. Floyd 3, Eric 1, number 6 on the list, please. Since he was a little boy, Flintlock would dreamed of being a famous inventor. The trouble was, his inventions tended to be... Oh my god. <laughs> Barbershop takes forever in a day, but Clyde with a chance of meatballs is, is easy enough to decipher? Love that movie. Okay. <laughs> Did you like the sequel, too? I love too? that <laughs> but this, but uh, the, both the original and the sequel both came out in September and ended up being very big hits during that time period, which is what we're talking about right now. I feel like the Browns, <laughs> big mouth, no win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But can, can you, you know, can you flub the final play of the game like usual here as we go to number seven on the list? Texas 1549, runway four, clear for takeoff. Sully. So this is Sully. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Again, I was very obvious and just put the name of the movie in the title. I know it was the airplane one. Damn yeah, it. there was the other airplane one, of course. But that, believe it, flight uh, uh, in that case did not come out until October. The one with Denzel Washington. So oh, I was like Air Force One. No, it was the- <laughs> I love that movie. But Sully, the movie with with uh, Tom Hanks playing the famous airplane pilot, directed by Clint Eastwood. Actually, if you didn't remember that part, so yeah, I saw the trailer. F- in the theater, obviously, or maybe not obviously, and we've played it for Mr. Rogers over mm-hmm. the weekend. I got chills watching yep. it. Yep, we only have a few weeks before he before that one hits, and maybe it's exactly what we need right now as a society. We need a reminder that kindness is a beautiful thing to endorse and to be you know, be you know, mindful of. That we don't always have to be snarky at each other mm. constantly. Wow. And considering that was deep. Considering certain pe- considering certain people that are at the top of our society feel the need to be nothing but just mindless 
douches to people. I think it's important to remember <clears throat> that kindness goes a long way. So. I wasn't ready for that word on the team. <laughs> it's 846. We still have got to get to what to watch with Jeff coming up. Remember, your national keyword to text for the $1,000 payoff is check to 95819. Q105 traffic sponsored by Max Auto with hundreds of... 855. If, if you're just tuning in, it's the morning reboot on Q105. You have a few more minutes to text the national keyword check to 95819 to win the $1,000 payoff. It's Eric and Floyd. Jeffy is still here because we've got what to watch for you on streaming and beyond. Hi, Jeff. Hello. Uh, we have a few different things that are coming out and came out earlier this month because we're getting toward the end of the month and so we're almost doing the changeover and so it means new month of streaming stuff very shortly. Yep. But for right now, let's look at some of the last few things that you may not have checked out that hit Netflix and beyond this month. American Psycho. Do you remember this one? Christian Bale. Christian, basically? Yeah, yeah that a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and it was one of the ones that put him on the map as a big time star. This was pre Batman Begins, pre everything, basically. That, that scene with the chainsaw on the stairway. <laughs> I watched. So, it is embedded in my brain for forever. I watched it when I was going back for Bale movies, like The Machinist, and this is mm. after Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Like. He could have been the Joker. Yeah, he, he, he did he did an excellent job and can play a wide variety of different types of characters. He's very dedicated to really putting himself into any role, heroic or otherwise. We'll do, uh, for Ford and Ferrari, we'll do Christian Bale movies. There we go. And you don't even have to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we also have Between Two Ferns, the movie, which is the Zach Galifianakis <laughs> Funny or Die series, actually got a movie version that has premiered That's on Netflix funny. this week. Uh, apparently the movie isn't particularly great, but... That's not why you're you're not watching it for the plot. You're watching it to see him roast celebrities while they're mm-hmm. on his show. So, also Disenchantment, which is the new series from um, uh, Matt Groening of The Simpsons fame, season two or pardon me, part oh, that's two, right. part two comes out and has come out on Netflix as well. So if you want to catch up on that, that's going right now. And if you want to relive two thirds of an iconic movie trilogy, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and Return of the King have been added to Netflix. I'm not sure why it's. Separate from uh, Fellowship of the Ring. I think there. one this, is already on. Yeah, I believe so. But that's weird. Whether they would put the first one up and then put the second two like movies. months later. Well, <laughs> true <laughs> enough. But in the grand scheme of things, most people, at least among my friends, spend an afternoon and just watch them just back to back, just as a as a big decompressionizing moment for the rest of the weekend. On Amazon, American Horror Story Apocalypse, as we have just begun, 1984. Mm. It is time to go back and look at the uh, previous season where the world ended and now we're going to a time where the world hasn't quite ended yet but we're and people are not liking the new one this this well, show some, some have enjoyed it this I mean, show it, ended around season three admittedly it's just a walking go hey they could do zombies oh wait <laughs> I'm afraid zombies have kind of been covered by pop, by, by horror. Ryan I'm, Murphy I'm, is just cashing the checks now. Yeah, pretty much. So, and also Rango. I don't know if you remember Rango. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp animated movie. It actually, is that the won, lizard. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that movie it, was awful. It actually won best animated film that year. So. Nice awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, then also a few family picks for all y'all out there with uh, some kids looking for stuff to watch on Netflix. Mary Poppins Returns is available. This is the one that came okay. out last year uh, with uh, Emily Blunt playing the title character in a 
very long delayed sequel to the original film, <laughs> which still had Dick Van Dyke in it, which makes it awesome at that level. Also on uh, Amazon, I want to point out this weird movie called Paper Planes with Sam Worthington uh, as, like a, as a dad who reconnects with his son through the World Paper Airplane Championship. I am not making this plot up. <laughs> Look, we have the, what is it, the low signals convention here in Toledo. <laughs> uh, then, then the Paper Airplane Championships can be here too. And if you're on Hulu, you can look up Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, which was a very limited, not particularly well-remembered movie from a few years back with a great cast. Dustin Hoffman and Natalie Portman in the story of a it. magical oh, toy store. Yeah. Yep. So All toy stores are magical. Yeah, true enough. So On Video On Demand, it's time for you to catch up on Spider-Man Far From Home, if you have not checked that out yet. Finally comes out on VOD uh, this week, as well as, speaking of home, Annabelle Comes Home. The third in the spinoff uh, trilogy from the Conjuring movies, which have now become basically their own cottage industry. That there's yeah. like four thousand different Conjuring movies outside of just the two main Conjuring movies. That first one messed me up. <laughs> the, the original Conjuring. Yes. You're not talking about Annabelle because Annabelle, no. by all accounts, is horrible. The original, so, the original. like the like the, the Annabelle sequels, oddly enough, are much more well regarded than the first Annabelle movie, <laughs> where it was basically just like, okay, there's this horror flick, and they just for some reason throw this doll in there. In the original, Annabelle's a Raggedy Ann doll. If you Google it, no, I feel, yeah, the, yeah, that, that's. Did yeah. we talk about childs? Do we talk about dolls on this show or the old show? I, it must have been the old show because we didn't really get around to child's play when that Do- came around. So. No, no dolls. Just dolls talk- in general? I don't know dolls. Talking about dolls. It's in the 80s movie. Ah, okay. Oh, God. It, it messed me up. Yeah. And there been, I mean, there have been a lot of Obviously, Child's Play is the big example, but there have been a lot of movies that try and cash in on the fact that we don't really trust cute-looking dolls or even just slightly older dolls because we assume there's something sinister about them. Puppet Master? Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. There are a lot. Jeff, you got one more for me? One more thing for those of you that have a smartphone. Hey, that's all of us. You can download Mario Kart Tour. Yes, on on iOS and Android. It's a the latest Nintendo mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> You just Floyd, Floyd, something to do Floyd is already getting himself downloaded, but you can check that out. I have not checked it out yet myself. I would love to hear what people think of it. Tweet, tweet, Thanks, Jeff. Tweet. Thank you. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. The morning reboots, most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Are you? Is your phone free right now? You want me to go? You can go. Ah! Uh, so, <laughs> so I think everybody knows that uh, Antonio Brown has said he's not going to play football anymore. He got cut by the Patriots. And then we know about uh, the Takashi guy who was snitching on everybody. So Shannon Sharp from Fox Sports posted a fun picture. I'm, I'm going to have to show this to you, Floyd. Okay. Clown Tonio 69 out here dry snitching on everybody. <laughs> 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 I have it's on my Twitter account. All right. Okay, I'm gonna try to do this verbatim. I had one, but I since we're on the Antonio Brown kick, someone said I'm gonna read it verbatim. Okay. If I mess it up, just laugh no at problem. me. What do Antonio Brown and Chick fil A have in common? They're closed on Sundays? Yes, you're right. There you go. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Mm. All right, I'll go to my real one. He needs it close, says, he's closed his life every day of the week. <laughs> not, that's not a suicide <laughs> reference. He needs help. I didn't catch it that way. Somebody would. You, you're right. All right, mine is from At Typical Girl. When women wear makeup, they're basically lying to us. 
That's from men. And then this is her response. I don't see why I'm being blamed for a man stupid enough to think that I have gold eyelids. It's <laughs> a true, true story. Enough. Or true true enough. Or <laughs> 90 or 90 degree angle eyebrows. Listen, mm. no one wants a check in the cash eyebrow. Did you see the thing I posted? <laughs> have you seen the that commercial? Check in the cash. Oh, God. <laughs> your bank's... See the one that posted last week? Your bank... <laughs> your, your account's overdrawn. So are your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> your eyebrows should not get... Your eyebrows should never look like a math equation. They should not... They should not have... A remainder, and they should not tell me what pie is. That is my rule about eyebrows, and that goes for men and women. I'm just telling you, if if I get confused by your eyebrows, then we have an issue. Um, it's time to get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105 